At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Well, at the risk of sounding redundant, that was a pretty freaking crazy NFL Sunday, no? As we welcome you in here on the Lombardi line, a great write-up, the daily newsletter, Bill AD doing it again. You can go check it out. It's free. Just send your email address, a write-up, of course, Matt Eumann's on the Monday Night Affair to close out week 10. But as we say hi, Michael Lombardi, uh, the NFL. I mean, it just delivered again. That was insane. And we're going to talk all about the madness and the betting implications, but that was just, uh, it was quite a, quite a crazy Sunday. I'm sure it was at Casa de Lombardi yesterday as well. You know, it was, and you know, it's so funny because you, you know, when you go through these games and you look at them and you think, Oh God, Bill's up 27 to 10. I like Buffalo here. That's going to be an easy win. That's good. Okay, got the ball back on the one-yard line with 50 seconds to go. They don't have any timeouts. All we got to do is take a snap and advance it. Oh, that's an easy win. Not so fast. I mean, San Francisco, two for five in the red zone. Got them covering by seven. Not supposed to be an easy win. Two for five and goal to go. Don't cover. I mean, you know, it's kind of a a, a very – very difficult Sunday to get your hand and mind around when those losses that you kind of think are going to be there, they just don't come to fruition. And, you know, I mean, the wins you think are there and you're kind of counting on them, it's really unbelievable. I mean, it, this it really, truly yeah, it really this was. truly is, is and Stephen just put this in the, you know, only two teams have won a game after turning the ball over on downs in goal-to-goal situations with under two minutes. That was 2012, 2022 Bucks versus the Rams and yesterday. I mean, all they had to do, Patrick, was take the snap. I mean, this is worse than the miracle of the Meadowlands. <laughs> you had one job to do. The favorite seven and five straight up, six and six ATS, of course. Uh, we've talked about it, dogs and unders. The totals tied at six and six. It, We'll talk about Minnesota and their 33-30 win over Buffalo in overtime. Kind of for betting nerds, there was a wild middle situation with all the speculation created by Josh Allen and his injury. Remember, Michael, that was an eight-and-a-half opener all the way down to three, and then we settled in, what did we close, five-and-a-half or five with Allen actually playing. So let's start. The Vikings 8-1. and one. They pulled off one of the most shocking wins of the NFL season, of course. Justin Jefferson, Patrick Peterson, two picks. I'm going to start at the end, and then we'll back up. What would you have done if you're McDermott? Do you take the snap? Do you go safety? Like, what do you do in that situation? You can't take the safety. 
You can't take the safety. The safety cuts the four-point lead to two. Then you've got a punt from your own 20. And so, you know, two first downs, you lose the game, right? Say they get a good return, you put yourself at peril. What you do is you tell Mitch Morse and you tell Josh Allen, get over there and take some snaps, guys. I know we haven't done this a lot, but let's just make sure we take snap exchange here on the side. It's just like we're getting a new quarterback in the game. Remember that it used to happen all the time. The quarterback had hurt. The center would come running yeah. over and snap the ball to the quarterback. Okay, that's what we should have done. I don't know if they did it. I didn't see it. You know, I didn't see the game, nor could I tell. But all we have to do to win this game is just advance the ball. I can remember in Super Bowl forty-nine when Malcolm Butler made the play. My biggest fear was, was A, we weren't going to get the snap and we were going to get pushed back into the – and we're going to give up a safety. Now, we hard counted and got Michael Bennett to chop off sides. Smart play by Belichick. He got him to hard count it. And we, so we got five yards breathing room so we could kneel it. See, you can't kneel it there, which makes this as egregious as the miracle in the Meadowlands is the fact that not only did you turn it over, that you gave them a touchdown. You know, and you had comp- and you, in the miracle of the Meadowlands, Joe Pisarczyk pivoted and the ball got caught on Zonka's knee and it fumbled out and Herm picks it up. But that was because the play clock was only controlled by the referee. Nobody could see the play clock. Nobody could see the game clock. Now you can. Let's just get the snap and go forward. I think that to me is probably which made it the most, the hardest part of the day. And now I got to listen to Russo tell me how, you know, he was 0 2 yesterday, thank God. But if he wins tonight, I got to listen to him say how great he is. I mean, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> You're going to lose your freaking mind. I just want to clarify one thing quickly for the betters. Remember, Michael, we finish on Sundays an hour before kickoff. We go into Mer- Mus- Brent Musburger with countdown to kickoff. When you and I were here, it had dropped all the way Buffalo Lane 5. I didn't bet it, so I didn't look. Close six and a half. So, Alan, think about the volatility of this market and think about the volatility of just these books. It ends up closing six and a half. You and I were getting reports Alan wasn't on the field. They were playing games. There was some big-time game playing and some uh, positioning going on there with McDermott and the Bills. Play back back our answer when we heard that, when that news broke, right, when everybody was in a panic and that we said that this is just a charade. If you're dressing you him go. to play, if you're dressing him to be the backup, he's playing. I mean, we knew this, right? So, you know, they played their games. Look, they're up 27 to 10 in the game. You're and you have the number one ranked defense in football. You got a team who's playing their second consecutive road game outside. You've got you've got basically you've got you have you signed Von Miller for this situation. You want the, you want to extend the lead out, right? You know, this is exactly what you wanted. You, you couldn't have asked for a better situation. You put pressure on the quarterback. You turn it over. You're up. So, okay, now you're up 27 to 17. You get a nice drive going down there. And in the fourth quarter, you decide to pass up points in the fourth quarter because somebody's been telling you in your ear that 13 isn't as good, that, that, that 10's just as good as 13. I don't know who says this, but that's what they say, Right. And so with, with three, you know, fourth and two with 10.42 to go in the game. Now, what we were talking about on Sunday about how many possessions are left, right? So to get beat in the game, Minnesota's got to have two possessions left to beat you by a point. But that also means you need to score again. If you take the three there and now you make it a 13-point game, Minnesota scores, you're up by six, you know you got to score again. Literally watching the game thinking, McDermott? Congratulations. You're on the Lombardi list. You just passed it up. You just passed those I mean, three up. You know, it's funny. He's taken no accountability for 13 seconds in Kansas That's City. He's taken no accountability for passing the field goal. He takes no accountability for the missed snap. Like, I get that. But at some point, you're, you're, you're overseeing a really good team and takes no accountability for not being able to stop Minnesota at any point. Like, I know Justin Jefferson's a great player. I get that. But at what point are we going to make sure that we make a pl- we double him? I mean, we can't walk out of that building with him having 16 targets, 10 catches, and almost 20 yards a catch. I mean, I, I, Diggs had 12 catches for, for, for 10, 10 yards a catch. Justin Jefferson, 10 passes caught, 193, a touchdown. One of those receptions on the fourth and 18 may very well go down as the greatest catch of the year. We know you all saw it. If you haven't, go check it out. 
almost aided by the defender. How did this, how does the defender lose the ball no in that idea. situation to Jefferson? I, have no I didn't idea. think it was that I didn't that's the reason I didn't think the catch was better than some of the others, just because it almost seemed like he was gifted by the DB. The athleticism to stretch was incredible and the focus was incredible. Okay, let's do this. Let's let's talk about a gambling perspective for the Vikings and the Bills. The Bills have now lost two straight. The Vikings come into this and we'll start there with the Vikes. They come into this. This is for your buddy Will Hill. They come into this with no statement wins. They walk out with a miracle. Has anything changed? Your numbers were always a little bit more kind to the Vikings than the eyeball test, correct? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Is that fair? Like, you've, no. like, because you were even saying the same thing. Like, I'm not overly impressed by watching the Vikings, but when you start plugging the numbers into your 18 point system, you were like, whoa, actually, the Vikings are, we need to start paying attention to this team, correct? Right. Right. And, and you do. I mean, look, you, they have so many, like, what I keep saying all the time is they have so many punts per play that it, people, they don't pass the eye test. But they make it. Like, in this game, you know, when we went into this game, we were talking about Minnesota's really good in six categories. They're, they're in the top thir- 12 and six more, and they're only in the bottom in two, where Buffalo was good in, was in the top set, seven and 12, only three in the yellow category, and they have no red. So, you know, it was kind of an even matchup. And, you know, but for me, I felt like Buffalo, I had the game at 709. Buffalo should have been favored. Now, that's with Josh Allen. I think that was the right number if they managed the game correctly. You know, and then they don't they don't get the break at the game. And, you know, they, they can't. And then, it, then when the line got all the way down to three and a half, how do you not take Buffalo? How do you not take Buffalo? Josh Allen's worth five points, four points. I, I get he's worth a lot. But, you know, to me, it was a good play. That's why I took it on Russo. I thought it was a three and a half on a Friday afternoon. It was a good play. Maybe he's going to play. Maybe he's not, you know. And still, you figure you got the number one defense going against Minnesota outdoors on the road. But, I, you know, the Dalvin Cook run really was the run that broke their back. One play, 81-yard drive. I mean, that's the killer. You can't, in the fourth quarter, two things you can't do in the fourth quarter when you're in a lead. You can't give up one play drives, A. And, B, you can't turn the ball over. And Buffalo did both. Okay. Uh, I'm praying you haven't looked because we just talked about Minnesota being legit, getting a statement win on the road at Buffalo. Do you know what the number Dallas at Minnesota is late window next Sunday? Do you know what the number is? I never look at the numbers until tomorrow morning. Uh, I, I would say the number is Minnesota favored by a point and a half. Dallas is favored by a point and a half. Dallas is a whole other, whole other. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, right? Like Dallas, to me, to as good as they run the football and the way they were running the ball to throw it that many times in the game. Meanwhile, Lafleur actually ran the 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 big daddy game plan. What people don't realize yesterday is Aaron Rodgers only threw the ball twenty times. Uh, let me just say this. O'Connell should be thanking the books in the market. He's saying, wait, we just beat Buffalo. We're 8-1. and one. In, Buffalo. Back home. in Buffalo. In Buffalo. And now we're a, in, do- it- now we're a dog to Dallas who just got, who's who making just another road trip. Yes, who's making another road trip. They just lost after a big lead in Green Bay. We're coming back home. Cousins just won at 1 o'clock on the road in Buffalo, and you're going to make us dogs. Thank you so much to the market if you're Kevin O'Connell. Okay. That was a wild game. We're actually going to hear from Josh Allen, and we'll take a look at the Bills and moving forward. Allen's no longer the favorite for MVP. We'll update the Bills as far as the futures as well and look ahead to their next week. We're just getting started. A wild week 10 concludes tonight in Philly. Yeah, perfect symmetry. We're back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com or download the app. Remember, the app is reconfigured. You're going to like it, I promise. Remember, also, if you're in Vegas, stop by any MGM property. Bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. 21 years or older. So fascinating with Buffalo in the market. And I'll set up Super Bowl odds and how the books have reacted to the improbable win for the Vikings. And you had a great theory during the break. RIP to our buddy Chris Felica, who said he had... What did he have? He had both the Bills and he had the Cowboys live money line yesterday. So those are gross losses for him as he goes in-game. By the way, Felica, next time you're betting in-game, go to betmgm.com. Okay, Michael Lombardi, what do you think? And I'm gonna we're going to hear from Josh Allen. What do you think the number is next week? The Bills are hosting the Cleveland Browns. I would say the Bills got to be a 10-point favorite. Right on it. They're nine, nine and a half at most shops. So nine, yeah, I mean, nine and a half. I just, I haven't shots. run my, I'll run my numbers tomorrow morning, but just looking at Cleveland's number compared to, compared to Buffalo's numbers last week, just based on last week's play, you know, and with home field advantage, you know, it's going to be, I would have it right at nine, nine and a, yeah, right there. Okay. And we but do look, have. I think two... what Buff, what happened to Buffalo yesterday was was a one in a million shot. We're talking about the Joe Pasarczyk, Larry Zonka fumble. Now both those teams went in different directions. That's not going to happen to Buffalo. Buffalo's too good. The Giants ended up firing John McVay and having to change their whole thing. And the Eagles got their first wild card under Dick Vermeil. But this is as egregious. It, to me, it was it it, it took it took a, a lot to lose that game. It took turning down a field goal. It took turning the ball over twice. <laughs> it took m- missing a snap. You know, I mean, like, you, you can't – it was improbable. I mean, they, they, everybody in that stadium had to, after they, after they stopped them on fourth and one, had to say yes. And everybody hugged and embraced and went to it. And then the next thing you know, I'm watching the red zone. And, and, the, and you know, and the review, I'm like, this is, was this a dream? What, what, what's going on here? Well, the bad news is the Bills have lost two straight, which has caused them to drop all the way down to six as far as seeding in the AFC. However, the books aren't going to overreact. I'll get to Allen here in a second, but BetMGM and DraftKings both still have your Bills at 4-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs at 5-1 to one there at DraftKings, 4.5-1 to one at BetMGM, and right behind them, 5-1 to one at both shops, the Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, just for note, uh, BetMGM has the Vikings at 12-1. to 1. Now let's talk what, what, Allen. What are, the Miami, the, what are the Miami Dolphins? I just want to ask that question. I'll give it to you right now. Hey, by the way, you know two is 4-1 to one to win the MVP. Just since 16-1 to one at BetMGM, 18-1 to one for the Dolphins at DraftKings. Do you have an immediate reaction to those numbers? Well, I mean, if the guy, how is the guy four to one to win the MVP and his team sixteen or seventeen to one to win the Super Bowl? I, I don't Listen, understand. Like, you're not allowed to get pissed at me by just simply giving you the information. I'm just telling I, you. I'm asking you a question. I didn't get mad at you. I'm asking you a question. Like, how no, is those two things in it's, hand? 
All right, MVP. let me ask you this question. What is Mahomes' MVP odds and his team's MVP odds? Riddle me that. Okay, so I'll give you right now. I just told you they're 4-1 to one as far as the Bills to win a championship. The awards right now, let's see, plus 130. No, one plus 150, I'm going DraftKings. Patrick Mahomes is plus 150, your favorite to win the MVP. Jalen Hurts and Tua are tied at 4-1. to one. Josh Allen is 6-1 to one to win MVP. I mean, look, I don't know Silence. how those two – how can you have them so separate apart? The if correlation the guy's the MVP doesn't the really – you're saying there's not a correlation there. There's not. I mean, there's no correlation at all. I mean, okay. the, what that number's telling you is there's momentum for Tua that's kind of coming from the, the Twitter universe and the fact that the last four games against really bad defenses, they've played really well. And yesterday they took it – I mean, yesterday they really ran the ball. They only made a couple big plays in the game. I thought Tua was really good. But at the end of the day, you know, I think Cleveland's inability to stop a simple run game. I had two running backs, two ex-San Francisco running backs, almost averaged nine, eight yards a carry on 23 will, carries. And we, I will say this as far as the markets and MVP, just to be clear, the way this works, Patrick Mahomes has been the best player in football for a few years now. The last two MVPs went to Aaron Rodgers. There's going to be a makeup this year. Mahomes is going to win the MVP. Are you, are you cool with that, with me saying that? Mahomes is going to win the MVP this year. I think he is. I, if I, You don't give it to me. If we were having a draft today and we were saying, okay, we're going to pick only Miami Dolphins players to build a t to start, <laughs> who's the first pick? Tyreek Hill. Okay, that rest my case. Next question. So, Josh Allen. It's not great, Michael. Last two games, no. four red zone picks. He had two yesterday. As a matter of fact, he had three turnovers in the final 11 minutes. He is banged up. You see him. He's crazy competitive. He's kind of stupid. When he went after that, when he went after that dude with his shoulder that's banged up, I mean, that's just, that's not playing smart. It's playing reckless. Before you react, let's go ahead, Bond. Let's hear from Josh Allen after the game. He was. Uh, Comes down to my shoulders and my shoulders only, making the right decisions, making the right throws. Um, you know, putting our best foot forward in practice. This one's. This one's gonna suck watching. Um, only ways forward. We gotta we gotta find a way to put this behind us and not let it affect our next one. Sad Josh Allen, Michael Lombardi. No, I mean, but look, he took accountability. Look, you know, he's tw he's twenty seventh in the National Football League at in interception percentage. He's in the company of Zach Wilson, Marcus Mariota, Davis Mills, Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, Kenny Pickett, and Mac Jones. That's not good company to be in. That's not good company to be in. And so he's got to improve on that. And if he does, which I'm sure he will, then he's going to change. And when they stop turning the ball over, they're going to be able to win games. And if they stop make, just giving games away, I mean, it, literally just take the center exchange, you know, just take the center exchange. So, you know, I, I don't think it's doom and gloom. I know Bond is ready to commit suicide. I know he's about right. But, it, like, they lost three games. They got to get better. They got to get, you know, they need – Jordan Poyer back there, they, their defense gave up too many big plays. They violated a code in the fourth quarter that you can't violate, but they've been violating it going forward. Now, I think what's got to happen a little bit like, and I hate to bring this up, but I think in the fourth quarter with these six-back attacks, if you can't run those six-back attacks in the fourth quarter, Chicago found that out. People play it different, if, especially if you want to control the game in the passing game. And so what Allen's got to do is – be able to find ways to make plays without turning this ball over. He can't play reckless. Justin Fields has no choice but to play reckless. I mean, he's not a thrower. So when he throws to pick six, you say, boy, that's a dumb throw. I mean, this is what this is the positive and the negative you get with Justin Fields. You got to accept it. So, you know, we'll get to Fields and the Detroit Lions who are on a heater right now. If you take a look at the Dolphins, and again, for the past two weeks, the Dolphins, they had been forced to win shootouts because the defense had been struggling so much. But I maybe a weird place to start. How about the Browns? They scored the first touchdown in, in that game, and then everything completely fell apart. Browns are, one of the best, Brown, Browns are one of the best teams scoring in the first. I mean, they're... I mean, I think what happens to Stefanski, he does a really good job of game planning and getting the game and getting the game going, running, balance, taking advantage, always makes a big play, kind of has a, a not a trick play, but an adjustment play. And then after that, it, it just falls apart. They can't stay. They fumble the ball. You know, they can't stay with it. And then when they get behind in a game, the offensive line, which is good when they're run blocking, is not a great pass block, drop back pass game. 
and they don't really make enough plays in the passing game. I mean, it's the, they're they're not a six-back a team, six-back offense, but they're like a six-back offense because if they're not running the ball, if they're not in, if they're not leading with the running game, then they're not the same team. Not sure if it's enough to make it a pro tip, but what you're essentially saying is those coaches that when they come off script, they struggle. So Stefanski, first quarter, you know, first drive, he's going to be awesome because he's a very smart guy that game plans well and his script works to start. But once things start to get a little haywire and the game settles into a game, he struggles. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and as the, the longer the game goes, the harder it becomes for him. The harder it becomes for him to kind of, you know, to make those plays and to get the offense going. Uh, you know, and I mean, that's really the issue. You know, they're sixth in the National Football League in first quarter point score. They average 5.3. Buffalo's another team that does a wonderful job in the first quarter. They're almost at seven, seven points, and they're the best team in the league. Last year, they were at 6.5. This year, they're up to, this year, they're up to 6.9. You know, Kansas City last year was the elite team. They were at 7.2 first quarter point score. This year, they're down to 5.7. But, they're, you know, they still come out with a good game plan. I mean, this is what they do. And they don't play, and this is allows them to play from in front. So tell me what to do as a handicapper with Miami moving forward. They're seven and three. They're obviously scoring at a crazy clip. If the defense eventually catches up, which I don't think they can, but if the defense starts to play better, what's the ceiling for this team that all of a sudden is in a wide open division? Well, I think they're going to have to. We're going to find out. They got to go to Buffalo. They've got Green Bay, which looks a little bit better than they did. Green Bay has a hard time defending the run. We know this, right? So, I think. Look, the games are going to come down to how they play. How they play against Buffalo and Buffalo. How they play against New England and New England in the weather. You know, I mean, ideally, if you're Miami, you want to have home field advantage all the way through. Can you get that? They've got some tough games. They got to play the Chargers. They got to play the 49ers. They also got to play Buffalo in Buffalo. They got a three-game road trip. They play Houston when they come back off the bye. Then they got three really hard games on the road. Not weather hard, hard teams. The test is yet to be graded for the Dolphins. Tonight, Washington, Philly. You got Philly Lane 11. We'll go to the book and Thomas Gable and get a reaction from yesterday and look ahead to Monday night. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Lombardi Line, remember, VSIN pros continue to win and become one. It's $99 right now through the Super Bowl. All you have to do is go to vsin.com slash subscribe to get Michael's exclusive articles. You get every guide we drop, including last week we dropped the college basketball betting guide. You get point spread weekly every Wednesday. It's just so much information, plus the pro tools, pro picks, and pro tips. It's all there for subscribers and pros. vsin.com slash subscribe. We're back. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line here on vsin. The Sports Betting Network. Hope you had a nice weekend as we transition and close out week 10 tonight to do so and help us walk through it. We bring in our partner, Thomas Gable, runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. Let's see. So as we say, hi, Thomas, a favorites go seven and five straight up, six and six ATS totals tied at six and six. How'd the book do yesterday there at the Borgata? We did okay. We did okay. Um, ended up coming out ahead for the day uh we we got off to the really good start with the uh, the germany game uh the the bucks covering that number we had a lot of seahawks money uh also uh money on the total there went our way so we we got off to a very nice start uh with that early game the uh we did lose uh, a bit in the early slate uh lost by the chiefs jags game that was the the costliest game for us people were laying that nine and a half with the with the chiefs uh, of course, we, as you know, we, we take a lot of Giants money. Giants were able to cover that four and a half uh, with the Texans, so lost a bit on that. Um, Saints-Steelers game, I'd say, was pretty much a wash, as was the uh, Miami-Cleveland game. Uh, we did win a little bit on the Bears, uh, and losing there to the Lions outright. And um, uh, probably the best result for us in that early slate was the Broncos and the Titans uh, a lot of people uh, taking the, the points there with the Broncos, uh, some sharper money there on the Broncos. So that ended up being a good result. And, of course, the, the game that everybody's talking about, the, the Vikings and the Bills, when you look at all of the line movement um, for not only for the week, but just the, the line movement 
just yesterday as as when we were on the air um i think when i was on with you guys yesterday that's when Allen wasn't even out warming up at that point uh so you were seeing line movement there and and betters reacting and it's just um you know we certainly were in a position i think almost everybody was to get middled in that game uh it didn't turn out that way with the uh the vikings uh winning but uh it ended up and being okay it was a small small loss on the game but uh could have been worse if we we had gotten middle there but just the line movement if you bring up the line movement from yesterday i mean it was at six uh down it got as low as four and a half and then closed six and a half um so just yesterday, I mean, just so much movement going on between the Allen news and then not being out and then uh, ended up starting the game, obviously. You, you know, Thomas, the Tennessee has five starters on defense that don't play in the game. So that's why all the sharp people were all over Denver in that game, because how can't they how can't Denver's offense take advantage of a defense without Jeffrey Simmons, without a lot of their best players? And yet Denver scores 10 points in the first half. They, they can't mount any drive in the second half. They turn it over. Russell Wilson fumbles three times, and they come through. So it's kind of like, I mean, you know, you're playing that game, handicapping it based on the Denver def- – based on the, the Tennessee defense, and you, Tennessee's just remarkable. Every time you go against Tennessee, no matter what the situation is, Vrabel finds a way to win a game. Well, yeah, it's not only it's not only Vrabel, but you you have, unbelievably enough, I mean, forget about the people that were out for Tennessee – that defense as a whole played a lot of minutes the week before against Kansas city. And so a lot of people thought there was going to be fatigue as a factor there. And the Broncos just could not take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, they, and not only could they not take advantage of it, they averaged 4.3 yards per play in the game. And and here's, what's even more alarming. They averaged 0.76 points per drive. 0.76 point. That's, that's like ridiculously bad. They had 13 drives, nine punts, one interception, and 10 drives had two plays or less for a first down. Like, and, and they're paying $250 million to the quarterback. Yeah, it's ugly. Speaking of which, I think now, Thomas, if you were to lay a price there at the Borgata for a one-and-done season for Hackett, I think he'd, he'd have to say yes as a favorite. If you were to lay a price at the Borgata, oh, yeah. Hackett yeah. one-and-done, yes would be the fave. Absolutely, it would be. Absolutely, it would be. Um, I, I mean, this team is just going nowhere and it, you know, they, <laughs> they put it all on the line there for Wilson and uh, they've not seen any dividends from it. Okay. No, that, that's the concern, you know, and, and the Buffalo game to me, you know, I don't know what the book was like, but Thomas, I mean, did you think when the ball was on the one yard line and Buffalo, all they had to do was sneak, whoever had the three and a half was cashing. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's what, that's where you had again, Early in the week, it was um, we opened this uh, seven and a half. We opened Bills seven and a half point favorites beginning of the week, and you saw a lot of Minnesota money early on in the week because of the questions around Allen and and people were taking what they could with the Vikings before that line dropped, and you know it got down as low as three and a half at one point. Then of course, um, that was when uh, the news uh, right before the news of of Allen. Well, I should say the Barkley news of anything. There was really no news about Allen. And uh, uh, then it shot back up to six, six and a half after uh, the Barkley news that he wasn't coming off the practice squad. So he wasn't being elevated. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, you certainly had an opportunity there if you had taken the points early uh, in the week with the Vikings. (laughs) Yeah, for a middle. And it was was right there for the taking. It It was. Allen had to do was sneak it, and that was it. You You were getting the middle. You you were like people don't realize this and better is you can be opportunistic and find those middle opportunities for the books. What was happening with that line movement and the information that was a nightmare for the books as far as a middle spot there, Thomas. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean when you when you chart that game, it's yeah. I mean you were certainly exposed there, and it was right on before which uh, everybody had exposure to. <laughs> it's gross. Okay, it's unbelievable. Uh, watch, it's really, it really, it really is. It really betters. You have to be constantly over at Veasan.com. Get on your splits page and watch those numbers moving. Okay, Philly tonight. Uh, you opened what? Where are you sitting? It's always interesting to hear the different uh, regional books. 
I yeah, said Oakland Phillies. Phillies. You know, I meant Eagles. Camp. I apologize. Yes, that's all right. I knew what you meant there, Patrick. So <laughs> he opened uh, Eagles 10 and a half. Um, Phillies now currently laying 11. Obviously, mostly Eagle money here and ticket count. Very much in favor of Philadelphia. Uh, you know, remember, these two teams have played already, uh, but that was with Wentz, a quarterback for the Commanders. Now they have Heineke starting. Uh, who I listen, I just think they're a, a better team with Heineke at quarterback. Um, it, but let's face it, this commander's team, they still have a hard time. They're, they've been in games, but they have a hard time scoring. And, uh, you know, I guess the one weak spot, if there is uh, technically a weak spot for the Eagles, is the run defense at this point. Yeah, and that's going to be, you know, look, I, I think they play better. I think Washington's defense has played better. It's going to be interesting tonight to see if the defensive line can match the speed of the Eagles' offense and can really create some problems. And they've played better on third down, this this Washington team. They've played better in the red zone. And they just got to stay attached and hopefully get the game into the fourth quarter and maybe Heineke can make a play. But, look, Minnesota's up. Minnesota's down 17-7 in the fourth quarter. And, you know, this Washington team wilted and, and gives, up, uh, gives up 13 points and loses the game, partly because Heineke threw that interception. He's a Yolo, he throws YOLO balls, right, though, Thomas? I mean, he throws it up there. McLaurin <laughs> saved him there in Indianapolis. He yeah, he does. He absolutely does. But I will say to Michael's point, this defense has been playing better for Washington. And yes. I think it was really the, the second half of the Eagles game where they kind of turned it around. Um, not to say that they haven't had some issues here and there, but uh, they shut the Eagles out in the second half of that game, I believe, when they played before. And um, not, the, but of course, something that we have seen, you know, aside from the last game with the Eagles, they've been a first half team. Uh, I think well, against the Texans, that was the first time they failed to cover the first half number. Now, if you're looking at the Eagles' first half line, the Eagles are laying seven if you're looking to bet them on the first half uh, tonight. Good point. It, it's a completely different defense than it was in week three, and it's a 24 8 total there. So, again, I, I don't Are you? Do you have any liability on the total tonight at 43 and a half? No, not, not much. Um, obviously, you know, just the public is typically tends to lean to bet the over. Uh, which is what they're doing, but not not too much liability there. It's going to be really interesting to see the second at bat against the Eagle offense. Do you handle the speed better? Do you handle the quarterback, the RP? Do you handle what they do better? Now that you've played it one time, you know the speed, you understand right. it. To me, that's going to be the most fascinating thing about this game for me is how Washington does it because they're going to end up playing a team again in the playoffs that played them once. And what's that reaction? And, and- – Del Rio's done a hell of a – you talk about that defensive front, you talk about sweat, but Allen and Payne on the inside, that's a legitimate yeah. defensive front. And if they get Young back and he's anything, they're pretty good. The linebacker's playing a little bit better. You know, Washington's slowly but surely – listen, everything's wide open right now. TG, great job, my man. Have thanks, a TG. great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, there goes Mr. College Hoops when we come back. Dallas and Green Bay is a better. What the hell do we take from these two? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a first, excuse me, single first touchdown score prop uh, bet on Monday or Thursday night pro football games throughout the year. And if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. The offer is available, as I mentioned, all season, so you can wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app. Again, it's the first touchdown score prop. If you lose, 25 bucks coming back to you over at BetMGM. you got to be 21 years or older. It's 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. That promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We got you back. Just a quick stat here. A trend from John Ewing over at BetMGM. So remember... Tonight, the Eagles are lane 11, hosting the Commanders. Since 2003, double-digit favorites on Monday Night Football have gone 13-27-2, so just 33% for the favorites ATS. Doesn't bode well for the Eagles. This is an interesting game, Michael, because we talked about the one unit, maybe throughout the league, that really has progressively gotten better as the year has progressed. It has been that Commanders defense. You know, and they held them to 24 points. Now, they scored them all in the, fourth, in the second quarter the last time they played them. But I, I don't think in week three this, this Washington defense was – they gave up 400 yards in the game. But they, they really gave up more yards in the passing game. I mean, the Eagles only ran for 72 yards in that game. And, and literally the last four weeks, the Eagles, the Eagles offense hasn't really been as dynamic as it was the first three weeks. You know, the first week against when, the, you know, the first week when they play, you know, when you look at them and you go in there and Phillies, you know, they take on Detroit, they put up 455, they they go 486, they get 400 against the commanders and Jacksonville's kind of the rain game. But the last two weeks, I know they moved the ball quite a bit on Pittsburgh, but against Dallas, it was 268. It was a close game at home, big game. You know, the Arizona games, they have to win on the final drive of the game. And then last week against Houston was a fight. I mean, I know they covered they covered, the, they covered by 12. They were 14-point favorites. But, you know, I think it's challenging. And, and, look, the Eagles do a great job of protecting the football. This is one of the untold stories about their team this year. They haven't made any mistakes. They haven't given the game away in the, on, on by just interceptions or fumbles. And so they're great at third down. They're great in the red zone. And they don't turn it over. You know, they don't have to do a lot more than that just to win games. Also, they take away from you. Remember, this was a good write-up from Humans today, the daily newsletter over at VEASAN.com. They lead the league in t- with 12 picks and 18 total takeaways. I bring that up because, you know, their weakness, the Eagles, is their run defense. It's not like Washington lights it up on the ground offensively. And the one thing about Heineke, he likes to throw those balls up for grabs. That's against an opportunistic defense like this Eagles defense, that could be dangerous. Yeah, I just think it's, you know, it's hard to play a team twice and beat them twice. It's Fair. also hard to, 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 to that Rivera's had this whole, look, you know, well, here we are, you know, we're 12 point on the road dog. They don't think we're doing anything. They don't think we're very good. You know, we're four and five. I mean, we're really sitting here. We're playing probably the best football that we've played since I've been the coach, including the year that we went to the playoffs. We've won three of the last four games. We got a 17-7 to lead going into the fourth quarter against a very good Minnesota team, which even though nobody wants to credit that, you know, they hold Minnesota to 301 yards. I mean, think about that. Minnesota couldn't run the ball at all against them. And so, you know, they're, they've been playing well. You know, they dominated uh, the, the Green Bay game. The score's a lot closer than what it looked like. So, I think if you feel like that, you know, Philly, will they keep putting their – they're going to come out and be explosive. I think they're going to have to put some pressure on Hurt. They're going to have to make sure that they can create some situations where they're playing 
with their defensive front is is really controlling the line of scrimmage, and Philly's strength is their offensive line. Okay, we'll have more on Monday Night Football. Also, official plays from Michael. Well, maybe not official, but a lean from Michael Lombardi and Mike Pritchard, who joins us here on the Lombardi line on Mondays. All right, lots to unpack with the 31-28 winner in overtime for Green Bay. If we went back to, if we could play the clip from yesterday, you kind of nailed it. You said the key to Green Bay winning this football game will be, can they run the football? How about the balance? Yeah. 400, I'll just give you this. I'll say 400 total yards on offense. It was 200 passing, 200 running, give or take a few yards. Like, that was the difference here for the Packers. Obviously, the the chemistry with Watson that created there in the game we saw it mature in the game with Rodgers and Watson but their ability to run the football game is what kept Green Bay in it to come back yeah I mean they're down 28-14 but really the turnovers by Dallas I mean the mistakes after they get the ball at the Green Bay 10 they throw an interception I mean you can't do that I mean you can't have red zone on the road red zone mistakes kill you you know and that you know you know they, they weren't able to really take take Wilson out of the game you know, Rodgers only throws the ball 20 times. He's got 14 completions. But they were able to get a 39. That's why I think Rodgers and LaFleur had that flare-up on fourth down when they ran the when he called a pass there, when they were running the ball so effectively. You're averaging 5-3 a carry. You know, and you got and that's the strength of your team or your two running backs. And you mix in a little bit of the receiver and you keep the offense. I mean, you know, Rodgers, you know, he was able to, you know, he got sacked twice. So he was able to kind of move around a little bit, make some plays, but I think that's the Green Bay recipe. And if you're Dallas, you're going, are we going to be able to play Philly? Can we play run defense against Philly? Now, we lost to him once. That was with Cooper Rush. But Dak's got to play better. I mean, we talk about Josh Allen's percentage of of interceptions. Dax is right there. He makes too many mistakes. Way too many mistakes. If you're McCarthy and you're the Cowboys, you got the more talented team. You've got a big lead. You can't, you can't fall apart like that. And it's just – it's – Again, like you mentioned, it's the turnovers, and that's what's shocking about Dallas going to Minnesota as a point-and-a-half favorite. Uh, I, well, I don't know if you look well, at here's, Thursday. Here, Go ahead. Here's the thing, though, Patrick. You know, one of the things we learn is you have to study the fourth quarters. And in the fourth quarter, Dallas has, you know, they have 14 plays in the fourth quarter, and they get three first downs. You know, and, and one of those first downs came when I don't know what he was doing with that ridiculous thing with 16 seconds to go in the game. I mean, like, that was ridiculous, right? He ran three plays with 16 seconds. To, like, I don't know where he was going with those three plays. So he had really had 11 plays, and he got 28 yards in the fourth quarter. That's what gets you back in the game. That's what gets you back in the game. And, you know, meanwhile, meanwhile, Dallas, meanwhile, Green Bay's got, you know, Green Bay's got 19 plays and two touchdowns, and they get eight first downs. They won the game in the fourth quarter. That, that's the story of everything. The narrative is always this team's atrocious, but when you break down the fourth quarter, the Raider game, the fourth quarter in the Raider game, the fourth quarter in the Buffalo game, the fourth quarter in the Denver 10, it's always the fourth quarter. May I also posit Detroit was able to quell the Packers' explosiveness. This defense we keep talking about with the Cowboys, this is now – 26-plus points for their third time in four weeks. And the Packers were explosive against this deep. Micah Parsons, were, was he on the field? Like, this, all of a sudden, you know, the sloppiness on offense, but the Cowboys' defense showing some cracks as well. Yeah, I mean, we know they've had struggled to stop the run game, you know, and, and they can't – and when they can't get into their – get get you in a lot of those third downs with their odd looks and kind of bring all the pressure and force you to hold the ball. I mean, look, the receivers got open. You know, the receiver, you know, Watson got open. He made some plays. I mean, Romeo uh, Dubes, he wasn't even playing out there. I mean, this team, the Green Bay, where this Green Bay had 415 yards of offense. I mean, you know, again, they went back to what we said all season long. You've got to use your two strengths, which are A.J. Dillon and Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Jones. I mean, that's the strength of your team. Use them. So... It's a quick turnaround for the Packers as they stay home, but they're going to be playing and opening up week 11 at home against Tennessee. That number is the Packers lane three. The total's 42 and a half. That number feel right to you with Tennessee coming to town? I mean, every Tennessee game's three points one way or the other, isn't it? Like, how could you go anyway against, I mean, I don't know. Is Tennessee getting any of their players back? I mean, it's remarkable Brable. that they, they look so bad on offense yesterday, Tennessee. They ran a trick play for a touchdown. You know, they 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 beat a cover. They had another beater for a coverage touchdown. I mean, 
They struggle to run. The, they beat Denver. They couldn't even run the ball against Denver. And yet they won 70 to 10. You know, they, they held Denver. Basically, they held Denver. It, it, it was Denver scored 10 points in the, in the second quarter. And that's all they got all day. That's all they got all day. And, and they were just they were just being able to, you know, they, I don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they continue to do it week in and week out when you think, you know, they held Denver to 4.3 yards per play at 0.76 yards per cent. I mean, you know, Denver had 13 drives in the game. They had nine punts, one interception. They had, they had, they had 10 drives of two plays, two first downs or less. Oh, Denver's broke. That's the worst offense in football. You, the metrics bear that out, but that's a unfortunately. I don't. We're not gloating about somebody's job. A easily easy decision to make. Heck, it's a one and done. Well, yeah. I mean, I think to me, it's like you you, you tend to say, okay, maybe this, will, but it's not getting any better. I mean, no. You say, well, it's not getting any better for the Raiders either. Well, the Raiders' defensive problems. I mean, did you see who was on the field for the Raiders yesterday? Like, it wasn't a very good group. So that's a big issue. You know. They lose to they lost to Indianapolis and people make they lost to the bad. I mean Indianapolis beat the Chiefs. Okay, you brought it up, so I'll tease it. Indianapolis, your boy Jeff Saturday, 25-20 yeah. winner over the Vegas Raiders. We'll get Michael's reaction to that. Also, Arizona found a quarterback. Too bad they just paid the other one billions. We are back here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.